0: Hi family, hi friends, hi food lovers, hey neighbors, hey community, hey comics, people who like to cook, connect, and kvetch. Thanks so much for joining me for Hot Dish. Hello and welcome to Hot Dish. I am your host, Lauren Huberman. Each week, I attempt to cook up something hot and tasty while a special guest dishes about their life. Today, I'll be making platanos machos asados con cajeta y nueces, which is roasted plantains with Mexican goat milk caramel and chopped walnuts. Um, And today, my special guest is Winifred Gunda and I'm so excited to have her on. She has a beautiful home and a beautiful boutique in Andersonville, which is how I got to know you, Winnie. Um, you are an artist, you're a style maker, you're an Instagram poster extraordinaire, and you're a real delight, and I'm so excited to have you on today. How are you? Thanks, Lauren.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm good. I'm doing so well. Um <laughs> I'm, you know, excited to, I'm, I'm really excited to see how you're actually able to cook and conduct this interview because I can't do, I can't do both. I can't, I would never be able to do both things.
0: It's a bit of a challenge sometimes, but it's, it's also part of the fun, you know. Um, so I, I should say that the reason I selected this um, dish for today, well, I took out my Rick Bayless Mexican cooking book which I never have used, I don't think, but <laughs> there's always a first. Um, and I wanted to select this because I was reading about your boutique and um, the way that you have worked with a small community in Mexico, um, a small group of women who are making some of your jewelry from your design. So we can dive into all of that, but I wanted to do that to... Um, you know, kind of honor that because that's really neat and unique. That's very cool. So. Thanks. Of course. So Winnie, will you tell me a little bit and tell everybody a little bit about your um, store and how you got started with Winifred Grace?
1: Sure. Oh my gosh. I'd love to. Um, So I, I moved to Chicago in 2000. And I moved here for a job as a graphic designer. I had just finished graduate school and, um, I worked at a small boutique design firm and, um, you know, I sort of hated it. And, um, I, I was like close to my calling. It was like creative, which I had not been doing before. Um, but I really did not like, um, what I was doing. And, um, I ended up quitting with no real, uh, idea what I was going to do. And in 2003, I, I launched Winifred Grace, um, which at the time was a very small collection of handmade jewelry that I made in my house, in my living room. And, um, I did private trunk shows. Um, so I had friends that were living all over the country and I would just literally pack up. A bag of stuff and they would host a party for me at their house and so I got like a really good idea of um, what people wanted, um, what women wanted and what they were drawn to and it grew from there. I started selling, excuse me, wholesale to boutiques around the country and so I did that for, started in 2003 and I did it for about 11 years. And during which my son was born in 2011, and he's nine now. And after he was born, I I really had this, like, oh, now I get the big deal about jewelry that's customized with your kid's name on it or their birthday. Like, suddenly it all made sense to me, whereas, you know, In the past that was not ever anything that i was super interested in um or super interested in offering for people and so i so i i started um offering custom stamped jewelry at different events and amanda my manager who's been with me forever um she would come and she would stamp on the spot and it was like wow oh my gosh so successful And so then I just started looking for spaces. Mostly I was looking for studio space um, to work out of. And I secured a lease. Um, It was a storefront in Andersonville. It was our first location. And at the very beginning, I thought, well, I'm not going to be open for retail. Like, I don't really have any intention of opening a retail store. We're just going to be a studio and it'll be by appointment only. And then I thought, well, that's really dumb. I have like a retail space. Why not use it for retail? And so at that point, so this was almost seven years ago, we opened up the brick and mortar. And I had no idea what I was doing. And it has grown from there where now we offer, um, you know, clothing and shoes, accessories, some home goods, in addition to my jewelry, tons of other jewelry um but when we first opened the store we were offering custom stamping um while you wait which was like the big draw and so we would have blank pendants and cuffs and people could come in and in 30 minutes get this you know super personalized piece of jewelry um and we still do that but we don't do it while you wait it's too it was too much pressure and so now we have like a week turnaround but um but anyway so it's in May it'll be our 7 year anniversary um, and we've since moved to a different location, um, which is on the corner right near the coffee studio, which we love so much. We get tons of light and tons of exposure. So um, it's been yeah. it's just been a, like a totally unexpected wild ride. And it's awesome. And I wouldn't change a thing about it.
0: Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Your space is beautiful. Your store is I've been wearing. I have this headband, and I have one other headband that I got when you were at the yes. store, like the bright blue yes. one. And this is from yes. your store. And oh my goodness, my jeans! Oh my god, are also I, love from your store. I love it. I love it. And I love all of them. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, so I am gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna start um, preparing our um, plantains, which is very simple. And you just, I'm just cutting off the ends. And then I am putting in a pretty shallow slit mm-hmm. here. Um, I, you know, I've been making a lot of desserts on the show, but actually, what I read, I have never had this. Is that these plantains are not sweet in the sense like bananas? Yeah, and that they, um, yeah. So who knew? Not me. Um, but I'm gonna try it. I got these at um, the Edgewater Produce. Yeah, yeah I love that. Play. So great. So. It's yes, me too. It's wonderful, and it's nice to just pop in and out. It's so easy. Um, have you always? But when you well, always, I'm, yeah.
1: Oh no, I was going to ask you: Have you always Like liked to bake and cook, or is this like a a new thing for you?
0: It's a new thing. It's a new thing for sure. You're so I brave. am not. I, I like. Thank you. <laughs> well I like to I like to bake because it's more predictable yeah. to yeah. me um, cooking I've made some terrible yeah. things cooking yeah. um, and I actually yeah this is a new thing since quarantine and it's just really kept my sanity and it's been it's been fun That's you great. know um, I take- but I want to yeah. Oh, no, ahead. I was
1: going to say, I make a lot of banana bread, and I discovered that, um, I didn't know this before, but that you, you put your bananas in the oven and bake them in order to ripen them. If you don't have already ripe Uh-oh. bananas for banana bread, you just put them in the oven for like 20 minutes. I
0: never yeah. knew that. Yeah. That's a great tip because I love to bake banana bread. Um, So, right now, I'm just gonna um, put the chopped walnuts in the skillet, ungreased for five minutes, just to whatever it does. Bake them a little bit, give them kind of like a nutty, (laughs) a nuttier flavor, and um, darken them a little. And, Winnie, and I set my timer here for 20 minutes for our plantains. Um, but I also wanted to hear about the group of women that you have been working with in Mexico. And, and just, can you just say a little bit about that? Sure. So, um,
1: so after my son was born, um, it was like this turning point where, um, I really, I felt like I had, I was, I had a choice to make. I was either going to quit my business, like shut it down. Um, which truth be told, we, we couldn't really afford, um, to be a one income family. And so, but the other component was I had been doing it for so long that I had so many friends that were mothers already who said, you know, you've, you've poured so much into this and you've built this over so many years. Don't give it up. Just, recreate it and reinvent it and make it work for you in a way that's different from, from the way it is now, because it wasn't working. It was like, we didn't really have childcare. And I was like, how am I going to, you know, how am I going to do both things, be a mom to a newborn and, and run this business, which was ultimately my, my first born. And so I just, you know i just said okay i'm going to give myself a couple months and i'm going to really like think hard on what i want this to look like and how it can work for me and up until that point um you know i had been making things and amanda had been making things um but we were really kind of limited to our skill set and what we could do and so I just started poking around and I was on Etsy and I was just looking like at all just research, like what is out there and what are people doing and what's available and raw materials and all these different things. And I kind of kept coming back to this one shop that was selling raw materials. And for whatever reason, you know, I liked the shapes of the, you know, the metal pieces that they were selling or whatever it was. And, and then It suddenly occurred to me, I had a conversation with my husband and he said, well, why don't you reach out to them and see if they would be willing to produce jewelry for you, some of your designs. And, um, I did, I just sent an email and the next thing I knew I had emailed them designs and they were just completely rough sketches. And this woman, Laura, who is American, she's not, she's not Mexican, but, um, lives in Mexico and she they're in this um, very small town where it's fairly remote and there's not a lot of job opportunities, there's not a lot of work. And so a common thing that happens there is that women will get pregnant and the men will eventually leave because there's no work there. And so these women are then left to take care of their families and raise these children with no real income, and so Laura um, started this jewelry workshop where she trains these women. Um, it's not a charity. You know, it's you pay. They they send us an invoice, and we pay them just like we would any other, um, you know, wholesaler, so to speak. And um, and there are, I think it's it. There the group of women changes often. I think there are some women that have been there longer than others. Um, and they're not masters at their craft, but they're hardworking and they are dedicated to getting it right. And, um, Laura is awesome to work with. And I, so I was a Spanish major, which is sometimes helpful, but it's truth be told, you know, Laura speaks obviously perfect English and, um, And many of the women there do as well. Um, So it's been a relationship that's now been going on for um, almost as long as my son has been alive. So a long, long time. I've never been there. Um, I've never met any of them in person. I haven't met Laura in person. We've talked on the phone, I think, like once or twice. Um, But it's one of those relationships that was like, holy cow, this was what what a... Funny turn of events that, and it completely changed
0: our business. Um, so it was, yeah. it was great. That's that's wonderful, and I'm sure it's completely, you know, changed these women's lives. You know, there, there's no. Question. Well, I, I mean, I hope so. Um, you know, we
1: have certainly loved getting to know how they do things and, um, and you know, what they do, what their strengths are, and, um, and. I think they work with other people like myself. I'm not the only one. So, I think what Laura's is doing is awesome and we're just kind of like part of her her good doing. So,
0: yeah. That's so neat, Winnie. And I know that you also you feature a lot of other um you know, artists, um designers in your store, which is so neat. Um and and you also Sorry, I'm just checking our walnuts here. They're looking a little bit crispy. <laughs> a little bit brown. I think I'm going to That's gonna so stop. easy to do and
1: um, I feel like with nuts, with pine nuts, I always overcook my pine nuts.
0: I mean, I I imagine that you're an expert.
1: Oh my god. Chef. I hate cooking. I am the worst <laughs> cook. I really the only reason I love to bake is cuz I have a sweet tooth that is very unmanaged and so it's just it's mostly just a vehicle to batter of some kind and um it's no I'm a I'm not a horrible cook I just really hate it like I really dislike it and so we do we just we we eat out a lot or bring in a lot we've been bringing in a lot this past year yeah I I don't
0: I totally imagine you, like, cooking oh, all God. day and then presenting something for Oh, God. Gourmet. So
1: <laughs> far from it. I have – I, like, have visions of that and mostly hate grocery shopping. I don't like making a list. We've yeah. used um, those services where they, like, Blue Plate or whatever they're called, um, uh, you know, Blue yeah. Apron, not Blue Plate, um, where they, like, send you all the ingredients – and then they give you a recipe. And that is right up my alley. And that I actually enjoy. Um, it's sort of like ABC one, two, three, I can do that. Um, yeah. But no, no, <laughs> if, if I, yeah yes, that's no. Funny. I'm glad, like, that's nice to know that, you know, I, I put off that vibe, but I'm not that person. I am so not,
0: I'm oh so not. Oh my mad. God, yeah. No, I totally pictured that. Well, the other thing I was going to say is like not only do you kind of promote other women and artisans in your store, but you do so on Instagram. And I have to say, I don't I wasn't actually really on Instagram much. I don't even think before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um but I have so enjoyed reading your posts and uh, truly um and what I have found you post about everything. I mean, You post about, of course, your store and different styles and stuff, but you post Mm -hmm. about, like, design inspirations. You post about how you're feeling, which is Mm -hmm. typically upbeat, but on occasion you might Mm -hmm. say, like, I'm grouchy. Yeah. You posted about menopause, you know. Yeah. You post about your family and your friends, and it's just – it seems so brave to me. I don't know. How does it feel to you? Um, It's – it is – I have like a
1: love hate with Instagram where, um, and I think so many people do it's, um, it has been the number one marketing tool that we use. Um, it's, in fact, it's really the only marketing tool that I use. Um, and so without it, we would not have survived the pandemic for sure. Like it, it, kept us afloat. And, um, and for me, I think it's really important. It's sort of imperative that I be as authentic as possible because, um, it's just so easy to not be. And I feel like people respond to it. And if I'm not in the store, I mean, one of the things that I sort of insist upon in the store is that it's an authentic experience where everybody feels welcome you feel no pressure to buy anything and that you will leave in a better mood than when you came in and um i want it to be um just as real as possible i mean we have you know so few moments in life and people are so busy and when they come into the store Um, I want it to be a place that they want to come back. And so I feel that same way about Instagram. And I kind of as much as I can want to create an authentic environment for people, which involves me sharing. Oop, I'm sorry. Me sharing of myself um, with the hopes that it will encourage other people to be authentic with their thoughts and their feelings and themselves. Um, it's sometimes hard because it's it's i will be vulnerable on instagram and then when i go into the store like this happened to me yesterday i hadn't been in the store in a couple of weeks and i went in and um i felt really vulnerable and so it's di- it's different being vulnerable online than it is in person and so i suddenly felt like oh my gosh i want i want a, like some sort of protection from the outside world because suddenly there's all these people who know all these things about you. And so there's there's a balance that um, that is really important and boundaries that I kind of um, am still working on building um, because sometimes, um, you know, I'll talk to certain people that, um, they know all these things about me. And I realize, like, Oh, I know nothing about them, um, which is fine. Um, but it can some, it sometimes feels there's like an imbalance, but that's not to say I'm going to stop doing it. Um, you know, I do really feel strongly about it. I'm that. I am that way in real life. It's not just a gimmick. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's, um, anyway, it's, it's a, it's great for, um, just helping to identify and get to know my customer too, because people will often message me privately or they'll leave comments. Um, and ultimately like getting to know my customer is, it's invaluable. So, um, I'm glad, I'm glad that you enjoy it and appreciate it. Um, and that, you know, it resonates with you.
0: Yeah, no, it does. And and also, I mean, I think a lot of people who do any kind of um public have any type of public facing role or performance, like you feel yep. that, you know. I, I can say like as a stand-up when I talk about um do I want kids? Do I even have any eggs right. left? And then someone comes out to me after the show and they're like let's talk about this. Like I feel the same way. And I'm like, stop it.
1: No, (laughs) that's really, that's so interesting. That is really interesting. And it's, yeah, it's still, even though you're sharing it, it's still personal and you want, you're sharing it in a way that is controlled and it's, it's under your, um, it's still under your uh what's the word i'm looking for um your guidance or your uh approval and then if somebody comes in mm-hmm. and sort of charges at it um it it's it's a
0: little disarming yeah it yes, can be that's exactly yeah. right yeah i i was scrolling through your instagram and i i just i pulled this from december 24th um and i just wanted to read it just so you know, viewers, listeners could have a sense of it. Um, and, And you had posted, what's your struggle today? Worrying you didn't buy enough gifts, worrying you bought too many gifts to make up for the fact that you didn't buy the right gifts, feeling lonely, feeling lonely because you're not with your people, feeling lonely because you are with your people, judging the food you're eating, judging the exercise you're not doing, feeling all the feels right now, I'm doing my very best to not judge a single thing, except appreciate the things I know for sure, like real measurable things that not one person could refute. And I, I just felt like that resonated, especially, you know, I, I'm Jewish. I don't even celebrate Christmas really. Well, you know, a little bit with my um, nephews, but, yeah. but it, it's a time when people are taking stock over the holidays And it's a time when it can be lonely. It can be an anxiety-provoking time. It can be lots of things. But I just, I loved that post in particular.
1: Thanks. So Thank you. That's so nice. Well, I mean, as I get older, I realize that anything that I'm feeling, it's never the first time that anybody has ever felt it. And it's certainly not the last. And that if I am feeling it, there's going to be one at least one other person out there that's that's feeling it, um, which is the thing that is so fascinating about being human is that you aren't ever really alone. You may feel alone, but there's always somebody out there who's feeling something so similar or has felt it, even if they're not feeling it in the moment, and that by sharing it, you then feel connected. At least that's how that's how yeah. I that's how I am. And that's how, you know, when I, I am feeling sad or depressed or anxious, um, sometimes the best cure for it is to just say those words and to share that with somebody, even if, even if that's the only part of your circumstance that changes is that you're just saying those words out loud. It can make a difference. Um, So, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it's just especially since we've been in this kind of holding pattern for the past year and in some ways it's produced a lot of different kinds of feelings, you know, isolation, but also kind of like it's okay to just do nothing every night, you know, I think a lot of us (laughs) have been doing and, and thankfulness and gratefulness and so many things. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, it's, it's been a lot. So, um, definitely. I also wanted to, yeah, yes. I, I also wanted to ask you, um, like on a lighter note, you know, what do you think of other kind of lifestyle, um, blogs or websites. And I, in particular thought of like goop with Gwyneth Paltrow and I don't know. I'm just so curious and, and you don't have to like dish about it, but I'm just curious what your thoughts are.
1: Um, (laughs) I like Gwyneth Paltrow a lot. Like I, I I don't, I, I don't, um, I know a lot of people love to hate her and, um, criticize her for being, you know, so privileged or, um, just head in the clouds about what is accessible to most of women in the world. Um, you know, most women don't have access to the things that she has access to, but just like anything else, like she's running a business, she has an audience and it's not for, everybody but it is for a specific crew of of people that can afford those things but even if you can't afford those things you know like so many things that are entertainment it's even if you can't afford it it's it's fun to fantasize um and I don't I mean I'm sure that she knows that she's privileged, you know, like I'm sure she knows that uh, what she's able to access is, is really um, not common, but like I said, you know, she has a, she has a niche just like I have a niche. And so I don't fault her that at all for, for finding it and tapping into it. Cause there's a, there is a group of women out there that can afford all of that. Otherwise, you know, she probably, she probably wouldn't still be doing what she's doing. Um, I have, um, some people that I follow and to be totally honest, like I, I don't even know, I can't even think of like what their names are, but a lot of it is, um, it's like older women who have great style. Oh, yeah. Keep
0: talking. Keep talking. Let me just get these. Um,
1: Older women, and I say older women, like my gosh, um, women older than myself. I typically don't mm-hmm. love following. Um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to be fifty this summer, so I'm kind of following uh, women of a similar similar age and older because I'm sort of looking mm-hmm. to okay, these are women that inspire me and who I can aspire to be like this sort of aging gracefully and you know um n- as natural as possible and not getting botox as much as I like you know think about it and threaten it all the time and my husband <laughs> claims he will divorce me if I get botox but um you know it's um it's it's fun to be able to see women who still you know, are are putting forth an effort to be stylish and um, how it changes over over time how their style evolves. Because mine certainly has in many mm-hmm. ways, and in many ways it hasn't. Like, um, I'm going to jump ahead to a question that I saw that you had sent me about the 80s. <laughs> and I loved, I, yeah, lo- I went through a period of time where I hated the 80s, after the 80s but now i'm like so into the 80s again and i never thought that i would because i thought i really hated the 80s i thought there was nothing good from the 80s but here i am like (laughs) my hair is the same haircut that i had then you know what i mean like i the short hair and the and the boyfriend jeans and um and some of the like i I loved shoulder pads. I don't know if I'm going to go back to shoulder pads, but like the big hoop earrings. So, you know, just kind of that. kind of bringing <laughs> back your favorite parts from those from those eras. There's always something good. There's always yeah. something good. You know.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, that that was going to be something that I asked you next just about the 80s and like You know, I think I was, I'm a little bit younger than you, but I was still aware of the trends in the eighties and I had like my little acid wash jean jacket and, um, but (laughs) and I loved so many of the classic eighties movies. Like, I don't know what, what ones like stand out to you. Oh, I have a a few. Classic eighties movies. Yeah. I want to know. 16 Candles
1: and Breakfast Club for sure. Molly Ringwald in Breakfast Club, her outfit was, like, everything to me. I, like, I'm, like, what was that? It was, like, a v-neck, rose pink, and I always wanted to know, like, is it cotton? Is it, like, is it canvas? Is it silk? Like, I always wanted to, like, touch it. And then, um, and then, uh, Lisa Bonet in, um, in the, um, Cosby show she yes. was like and still is she was like and I idolized her like tuck the shirt in in the front leave it long in the back I mean she is so cool she will always be cool She yeah. will always be cool yes um who what other movies um, um those were like two of my favorites like, and for sure could quote yeah. them from start to finish and you know, of course, like, we now find out that, um, you know, some of those scenes in those movies were not so great, like, the, yeah. so, anyway, I loved them at the time, I and, um,
0: yeah. I'm totally with you, I know, like, as my friends and I, because we are, a lot of my girlfriends and I are still friends, and we watched those movies together I mean, a hundred times and getting older, we were like, well, that's like, I mean, some of the characters and references and stereotypes are not great. Um, But, but they're still in my heart for a reason. And it was like us when we were that age. Yeah. I mean, that was what, that was, that was, that
1: was was what, what was being put out. I mean, we, you know, in some ways it was
0: like, we did what, we didn't know any better yeah no no I I met um Joan Cusack um it it was probably like 10 years ago I was working at a school more than 10 actually maybe 15 and her son went there and so I I just couldn't stop myself and I was like um talking to her about um 16 candles and when she um when she has on the headgear and her like little the dress skirt. with like the Yeah. It was so mortifying when he I I like acted it out for her and she just stood there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like not yeah. sure
1: how to react. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I know the scene. I lived it. I was in it. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That She's like, hilarious. I can't believe like people are
0: still watching it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my of gosh. Of course they are. Was um, she nice? So okay. She was very nice. Yeah. Good. Oh, I good. She was very, very nice. Um. Good. Yeah, definitely. So okay, I have these roasted plantains. And how are the walnuts? They came out pretty well. The walnuts, so I've got the walnuts here
1: in the oh, skillet. They
0: look good. They um look great. Yeah, I think so. And I have my plantains and I will show you these. Um So according to Rick Bayless, you can just make like small little chunks here and leave the peel on for presentation purposes. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And then, yeah, I can just open up the peel a little bit and then... And you're um, not supposed to eat the peel, right? No. Okay. You're not. Okay. So... Okay. So now I'm supposed to put on this. I know it looks like very American, but it actually is the brand that he said to get, and it is made with goat's milk, and it's this caramel sauce. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So now you put it on and then, um, put on some of the chopped, the roasted chopped walnuts and, um, I'm definitely gonna. I'll drop some of this off. What you store. are? So you. Yeah, I will. <laughs> so oh, yeah, then you can am So excited! <laughs> I was
1: just thinking. God, I wish I was there with you. Oh, that looks so good.
0: Well, good. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea what. Oh my god, that. it's gonna I'm be gonna so good. How could it taste? Oh my god.
1: Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Is it like scale of one to ten? What is that?
0: Um, it's like, it's like an eight and only because I think I'm just kind of getting used to, I had in my head a different flavor. It's cooked perfectly and the goat's milk is good. It's, it's a little different. Is it not as sweet as you
1: were anticipating? Uh Uh-huh. 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 It's very good. So is this a, is this considered a dessert?
0: It is. Um. He put it in the dessert section, mm-hmm. and he did make a note that um, it's not super sweet okay. and and so it's good. the caramel is sweet.
1: I um, mean you could technically probably yeah. do the same thing with bananas and have yeah. it be sweet
0: yeah. No, you'll think, I think you'll think it's sweet. It just, it's just a surprising kind of combo with the goat help caramel and stuff, you know, it's, it's very, oh my gosh, I can't wait to try Um, it. so excited. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, okay, so I have, we are going to do a little fashion show. Um, Before we get there, I'd want to know from you, like, what are some of the favorite things in your closet? It could be one, two, three things that you just... Love.
1: Um, that is so easy to answer. So I have a pair of overalls that I bought at The Gap um, maybe four or five years ago that um, are hands down my like favorite thing to wear. I wear them all year round. Um, I'll wear them with a tank top in the summer and flip flops or in the winter. I just layer it up and wear wear with boots. Um, and every time I wear them, I get questions about them. People ask me about them all of the time. And, um, I've always loved overalls. And I remember years ago, um, I had gone to Napa with an old boyfriend and went unbeknownst to me to a very fancy restaurant, um, lunch and I was wearing overalls. And I remember being so embarrassed and, um, and I, I had just run the Chicago marathon. So I was like, just tired and sore and overalls just were all I wanted to put on my body. And, um, and I remember I called my, my parents and I was talking to my dad and I was telling him how embarrassed I was that, you know we went into this restaurant and I walked in and I was like oh my god I'm so underdressed I felt like such a fool and my dad said well Winnie um it's never appropriate to wear overalls so like basically saying I I deserved to feel uncomfortable and I was like it's it should always be appropriate to wear overalls like overalls are the best and I remember my dad was always very well dressed he like, I think to the day he died, he wore a belt with whatever he had on. He had his belt on. No matter how sick he felt, he had his belt on. Like, he was a very, very well-dressed man and took pride in, um, in his appearance. And so I think I had, you know, I had let him down by wearing overalls at all. But anyway... He's no longer with us um, and would probably be turning over at the fact at how often I wear my overalls now, but I do, I do love them. Um, other favorites. I'm like a very big fan of, of a button down, just like what I have on right now. I have um, a few, like this one's a favorite um, and um, I have a J Crew one that I love that's just white and I have a blue and white striped one. So just sort of like classics Um, Mm -hmm. and um, surprisingly, I have a very small collection of shoes. Um, I like tend to um, find like a pair that I love and then just wear them to death. Um, So I'm not, I don't have a a giant shoe collection. Um, I just bought a pair of um, work boots that I love um, that again are probably not, uh, according to some people, appropriate for for every situation. But they're really comfortable. <laughs> they lace up. They're red wing and um, and they're the only shoes that I can wear in the store all day and not have a sore back. Like they offer tons of support and cushion. Yeah um cuz any of my other shoes that I wear if I'm in the store all day I come home and I my whole body will ache cuz we have cement floors so um mm-hmm.
0: uh
1: so yeah those are those are some of my favorites right now without question
0: yeah no, i i love that um especially the overalls they're good um okay <laughs> so i'm going to i'm going to um let's start the fashion Great. show we're gonna call this um, Chuck or Cherish. Okay. and Winnie, you can be totally honest. I, don't I will. Care at all, I will. Okay, okay, okay. You will not okay. offend me. So I have to tell you, this was my grandma's. So I'm not gonna like throw it away. But what I want to know, it's the sleeves are quite short because she was about five feet oh tall. My gosh. So but they
1: work. They're I like a, what... they're like a three quarter length sleeve. I love it. I love it. I, you do. Yeah, I really do. I think it's so cute. So the the um, it's a little blurry. Sadly, so I can't okay. see like full detail. But what what I'm seeing is this is sort of like a um, pleated. Is it pleated or is it just like a flat, almost like the the tails of a bow?
0: It's um like oh, flat, yeah. like the tails of a bow.
1: Cool. Have you, have you ever worn
0: okay. it? Okay.
1: No. I love it. And I would, of course, wear that with jeans. Um, do you know who Jenna Lyons is? Yes. Do you know that she has a show on HBO? She, like, basically... For anybody that doesn't know, Jenna Lyons was responsible for, like, making J. Crew, um a really big deal. She's was a stylist and um and she was sort of running the show for a long time and she left a few years ago and was kind of in no one knew what she was doing or no one was hearing from her. And she just there's a show that just came out um that was on HBO or is on HBO that um anyway, she's 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 a style icon for me. Like she is one that like yeah. I know her name and I look up to her and I like obsess over what she wears um she does like a high low thing very very well and she would probably go bananas no pun intended for this shirt (laughs) and she would put it with jeans and probably also layer it because like what one thing that you could do if this if the sleeves if you're not able to button the sleeves if they're too short you could then layer Mm -hmm. like something casual over it like a denim jacket or like a cargo army, um, camouflage jacket, like something cotton, something sort of not as dressy or even a blazer. Um, and you could cover the sleeves up that way. And so then you just get the really awesome, the part that does look the way that it's supposed to look, which is the, that front panel. That's so cool. I love it. Does it have shoulder pads? Okay.
0: It doesn't, but I have ginormous well, that's good. shoulders. Giant shoulders are good. I'm serious. <laughs> um well the next the next look does have shoulder pads. Also, my grandma's dress will not be insulted. I won't throw it away, but I want to see what you think of it. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. This <laughs> I wish you could see really is clearly. This is a dress. It's like a hound's tooth and the shoulder pads are basically like someone took a a cushion, a chair cushion and cut it out and put it in. Oh my God. They're so huge. And it's a dress.
1: I think it's cute. I think it's like, you're so tiny and it makes you look bigger than you are because of the pattern and the, um, and the shoulders. Um, Mm -hmm. Like if it were a jacket, probably adorable. But as it is, I feel like it overwhelms you. (laughs) I typically don't love um, tube tops because they tend to... um, So here's my thought. You are not too old at all to wear that, at all. What I would say is like put a necklace with it that is more, um, of a defining, like not, not a dainty necklace, like something get up a little bit, break up the, break up the, the land, the the scape. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) yep. Okay. That makes sense. I got you. Thanks. I think my mom got it for me a million years ago. It's very, it's just like t-shirt material. It's kind of, yeah. Kind of like Jersey ish feeling or yeah. Yeah. Um, so Okay, I'll yeah, be back next good.
1: one. Oh, it's cute. Um, above my knee a little bit,
0: it like fits two inches. You
1: beautifully.
0: It it does. It has a seam, kind of like yeah, a little yeah.
1: band. I um, you know, I don't know how everybody feels. Um,
0: I just feel like it's a little, like maybe not my style so much right. anymore. Well, I mean, um that's, you know, something
1: that always down, Um, and depending on Mm -hmm. like, if you
0: did add a belt to it. Yeah. Like I just, no, that's a, that's a good idea. That's a good recommendation. Um, okay. I, I will put on like one or two more. I love it. Okay. So this is something I got in LA, um, many years ago at a resale Uh shop and it's, I want to say, like, Albert uh-huh. Nippon uh-huh. or something. Anyway, um, so the bows tie, I can untie them uh-huh. as well and have them be, like, hanging uh-huh. down long. Uh-huh. Or I, I did tie them yeah. for this, and it buttons on the side, and it's all cute. cotton. Um, it's it's a little I, – I have worn it a bunch yeah. of times um, for, like, family yeah. events. It's a little cute for me. So I, I get – I have never been able to – yeah, I am sure that they could Are be. They... Just looking at the stitches, yeah. You, and it
1: opened, and you could see your like cute bod underneath. It would be broadened. Like I always like something that has a strap of some kind to. And, like I don't love strapless dress e- dresses either, but that's like a. It's just a personal. I always like having, like, some sort of definition, more statement that has, like, you know, I don't know, bigger beads or something with, like, a big pendant, and that would sort of create some – I'm doing this a lot (laughs) – create some – just, like, a break – it's such a pretty color. Um, Okay. I think it's super cute. The only comment that I might make would be, like, if you had a belt that you could – Does it have um, a waist, uh, like a seam around the waist? About this, but I'm always a big fan of adding a belt as an accessory um, just to, um, it sort of draws the eye in and then, so you have this like nice um, neckline on it and it fits you so beautifully and you could like accentuate your waist with just nothing big. Or bulky, but like a dark belt, like a black belt, um, with a, like a you know, like a little gold buckle or something like that. But I think it's cute. I think it's great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How do you? How All do right. you feel Thanks. about so- it? So, whenever I put something on, there are sometimes where I just don't feel like me, and I know that I won't wear it, and so I'll just get rid of it. So that's if you are like, eh. I don't know, like it looks beautiful on you, but if you're like, oh, I probably wouldn't wear this. I mean, there's also lots of ways to to kind of make something help transition something. Like if you've had it for a while, you can make it work for you in a different way by, again, like adding a belt or adding a jacket. That's maybe um, you could put a denim jacket with that probably and dress it down. You could make it more casual. Like if you use a more casual belt and depending on what shoes you wear. So you could kind of make that work for you in a different way than maybe when you bought it, you might've worn it with like pumps and, you know, a set of pearls or something. And now you're like, I'm not that person and I don't have that lifestyle anymore. And, you know, um, so you could try that. I love it. And... Um, talk to me about the bows. I get that the bows are what make it that, right? Like it's, um, so I would imagine that it's, it feels less cute when they're hanging down. Are they able to be removed at all? Could, um, remove them. Are you, another thought would be, um, can the bottom can the ones around the waist be kind of separated and then tied around your waist like a belt do you know what i mean
0: yeah i don't know that there would be enough material to go uh-huh. around yes but i maybe they could someone could construct one out of the two ties well i would say probably the easiest room. or
1: best solution would be like You could just remove them and you could Mm -hmm. if you liked having the option you could keep them and then you could like pin them on with like a tiny little safety pin um but i think it's really cute i like it how long is it
0: um it is a few inches past my knees Um, So it's very much like a summery sundress look. I would
1: probably wear that all the time if I were you. And it sounds like you've worn it a bunch. Um, And yeah, I think it would be super cute with like, you know, little leather sandals. Um, And again, you could put probably, well, I don't know if that can be belted. It It looks like the waist is sort of higher. It may not it may not belt. Um but you could also like you know put a little like white cap sleeve t-shirt on underneath it. Like if you I don't know if you can wear a bra with that um because of the straps. But um
0: Mm -hmm. I have one on.
1: So you could do like a white cap sleeve t-shirt under it or a white tank top underneath it and make it a lot more casual. Um and like some little sneakers would be cute, but you look good in all of these things. I mean, you're like the, you're, you wear your clothes so well.
0: Oh, well, thanks, Winnie. I tend to just wear jeans, a hooded sweatshirt, and high top <laughs> sneakers every well, day. Well, so. you know,
1: when you find what works, um, it, it, you know,
0: never, it's never a bad thing. <laughs> um, okay. So we'll have my last look I will warn you, it is, it's a little bit like racy and you might tell me I look like a street walker and that's fine. Okay, Okay. I'll be right back.
1: I mean, it is very specific. You would have, um, you know, you can't wear that everywhere, but you look great in it. (laughs) Where have you worn it in the past?
0: Nowhere, I got it for an '80s party at a resale shop. It's a it's a Marc Jacobs, <laughs> it's a Mark Jacobs skirt. It was two oh dollars, like literally. Is it and, sequins? And I thought, Is it well, sequins? It's it's ruffled, oh. like a very shiny, ruffly oh. material. Um, and I, you know, I I've never worn I mean, it, but I've had it for a couple of years.
1: So, I would again, with the denim jacket or some kind of like shorter jacket, I would like put it on to, to kind of balance out the bottom. But like, I mean, I think it's totally adorable. I gotta be honest. Again, like, I don't know where you're going to wear it, but, um, but (laughs) it's, but you look great in it. And if, so this, I mean, it's it's always the question, like, how do you feel in it? Silly.
0: Do you feel silly Mm -hmm. in it? You do. Yeah. I mean, so maybe with black tights and maybe with like, um, yeah, black tights and definitely black (laughs) tights, I guess that would be the thing with
1: black tights (laughs) and then black tights on top of those tights. (laughs) Maybe you could wear it um with like um, black tights. I mean, I was just gonna say, like if you just make sure they're like super opaque and you don't feel exposed, you know, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it always like, it always yeah. comes down to how you feel about it. Like I am sitting here and I'm saying, like, gosh, I love it, and I wish like I wouldn't wear it myself because I'm really self-conscious about my legs. I have like short, legs and I am always um like I have one skirt that's short that for some reason it's like this one skirt is sort of magical and I feel like it's the only skirt that I actually look good in it's something about the skirt I don't know what it is it's so random but um but if I had like long limbs like you I would um I would wear stuff like that probably all the time um, but it just wow. depends, like, it just depends on how you feel in it. If you don't feel good in it, don't wear it. Um, I am a big fan yeah. of, um, like I have a ton of stuff in my closet that, um, that it's like, I, like I have a dress from the store, from the shop, um, that I came home with. I was like, ah, oh, love it so much. It's so feminine. It's so pretty. And every time I put it on, I was like, Ugh, I look. I don't feel good in it. Like it looks so pretty on the hanger. And then I put it on my body and I'm like, why don't I like it? And I will dissect it and I will try it in a million different ways and do really weird things. Like, so this one dress, it's this, it's got these sort of like angel wing sleeves. I'm not that tall. Like I said, I don't have long limbs. And so the whole thing just overwhelms me. And so what I did is I like folded the sleeves under and I, it had like this really plunging neckline, which I felt like I was always futzing with. So I was like, I'm going to put a tank top on underneath it. I'm going to fold the sleeves under and, um, and it like eliminated all this extra bulk. And so sometimes, and then it looked so much better. And I was like, oh, I actually like how I look in this dress now. And I, um, and I would feel very comfortable and very me in it. Whereas like I had worn it once before to an event and I just felt like somebody's mom. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I'm not, I don't feel yeah. like I look remotely comfortable. So anyway.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, that's, that's spot on. Yeah. You have to, you have to feel good in it or you'll just be totally, you'll just be
1: butting with all the parts that like pulling it down, worrying about your legs and someone seeing your underwear and yeah.
0: Oh my God! Well, this has been very so fun. fun. Love um, it. I I loved having you on, and and your fashion tips and your um, inspiration, Winnie. It's it's been really fun just to like look at your Instagram and come into the store. It's it's thanks. Laura. Yes, very positive. Well, I always wonderful.
1: love yeah. when you come
0: in. You're always
1: a real joy to, to chat with. And I've always loved your, um, you have like, um, such a funny way about you. And I never knew that you, um, did stand up. And so when I found out, I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Um, so you, you have, um, you have a, a great, um, I don't know, just a great, um, aura I
0: love I love when you come in. thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so I have loved this segment, Chuck or Cherish. So fun! By, I love um, it. And of course, I
1: want to I want yeah, I mean, to do it again. I want to do it again.
0: Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is great. I mean, you're the perfect person to do it with, and um, and then maybe we can do it in person. Sometime. That would be great. Um, and I will definitely bring you some of our platen notes. I'm so excited. Okay. So I want to thank you, my special guest for today, Winifred Gundek. And this has been a hot dish. We made a really nice, hot and tasty treat and and you dished about all the things and it's been wonderful. Um, And thank you to Lincoln Lodge and Christine Ferreira, who is a wonderful producer and friend. Um, And that is a wrap. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much, Lauren.